sometimes we get stuck in this thought that we are alone and that is why we don't want to feel our emotions and feel our anxieties because it's really scary to feel alone. But I found this quote, many people suffering with anxiety feel utterly alone. You may feel that way too. You may think that nobody could possibly understand what it's like to feel as bad as you feel, but there are countless people all over the world who share your fears and your struggles. Consider how many people that may be. Hello, hello, guys. What is up? Welcome back to another episode of Blissful Love with Devin McMahon. I hope you guys are all doing well on this lovely Thursday morning or whatever day of the week it is that you happen to be opening up your Spotify or your Apple podcast and listening to me. Um, So I will ask you if you are on Apple Podcasts to quickly pause this or just keep listening. Go into blissful love, and rate and review the podcast. That would mean the world to me. I read each and every one of those reviews and they're just really cool to see. And yeah, that's really it. So what makes me feel blissful today? Well, it is a beautiful, sunny Thursday morning. I am recording today's episode for you guys bright and early, nice and fresh. So here we go. That makes me feel blissful. How will I propel my love today? I am going out with friends tonight, having a little cheese board outside picnic to celebrate one of my dear friends, Julie, passing her NCLEX. So I will be celebrating her, giving her all of my love and appreciation for our friendship. So that's how I'll propel my love today. Super excited for her. Congrats, Julie. You are amazing and going to be the best nurse aside from my mom and my sister, of course. (laughs) Um, Okay. So today's episode is going to be all about feeling, healing, growing, and love. Um, So I started reading this new book and I was getting into the first couple of pages and I was like, oh, wow, like this is definitely something that is hitting me and something that I feel like I could talk about. So took some notes and decided, let's let's give it a go. Let's talk about it. And then also, I went over to my parents' house the other day and I raided my little sister's bookshelf and she had this book called Anxiety Happens. So I stole some quotes from that as well that I will be sharing with you all. Um, I will always share in my description Whenever I am doing any sort of like um, pivoting off of like a book that I'm currently reading or something I found online that is from a book or whatever, I will always share whatever that is in my description. That way you guys can go and purchase that item or look up whatever it is that I'm talking about um, easily. So yeah, 
So first, let's talk about feel. Feel is a verb. To be aware of something that affects you physically, such as pain, heat, or an object touching your body. So I wanted to talk about feeling versus physical well-being versus emotions. So what I mean by this is sometimes we get wrapped up in our feelings, thinking that our feelings are physical ailments, I guess. So what I mean by this is like being anxious for work on Mondays and feeling quote unquote sick. So this happens to me quite often, actually. If I go on vacation, I come back from vacation and I know that I have to get back into the swing of work. Um, I have orders to fulfill, whatever. And I feel super, super anxious knowing that I have all of this stuff that I have to get back to after kind of just relaxing for X amount of days. And I start telling myself that I'm like sick. Like I'm not like, oh my goodness, I need to go to the hospital. I'm so sick. I'm throwing up. But I literally feel sick because I'm so anxious. And instead of feeling that anxiety, recognizing it and allowing myself to feel it and heal from it, I kind of just like push it aside, don't recognize that I'm anxious at all. Um, I try to be like this warrior and be like, yeah, I'm fine. Like I just don't really feel great. And then I start to realize that I'm like feeling kind of sick (laughs) every day and I'm like, huh, interesting. So yeah, so that's what I mean by feeling versus physical well-being versus emotions. Allowing yourself to feel the anxious feeling and emotion and let it pass through your body is difficult sometimes because none of us really want to recognize that we're having anxiety or that that's the situation that we're in because it's scary. Sometimes when we recognize that we have anxiety over something, it's hard to get out of it and then it kind of just like starts snowballing and we're like, just like this anxious ball. Like I I always describe that. I'll be like talking to Jack or one of my friends and I'm like, I am literally an anxiety ball today because that's what it's like. It's like it starts in the morning. You feel a little bit anxious. You recognize that you're anxious and then all of a sudden everything's making you anxious and you just keep rolling along your day, picking up new anxieties along the way. It's a good time. (laughs) So yeah, it's scary. But why do we do it? So each time, like I said, I have orders to fulfill. I feel off or nauseous. Maybe I'm excited or stressed. But instead of recognizing and allowing these feelings and emotions to come in, I push them down and let them build up until I feel like I'm going to freaking explode. And that's the issue with not allowing us to feel and grow through these feelings and emotions. Um, If we don't recognize and allow ourselves to feel it and go through our body and pass it through and kind of leave, then it just continues to build and build and build and build. And then one day it gets really bad. I can also relate this to to feeling this way about a workplace. Um, I've touched on this a little bit, but I've felt a lot of anxiety in my prior situation at work. And instead of addressing how I was feeling – I kind of would just be like, this sucks. I don't like my situation right now. I don't enjoy my job. Um, Yeah, it's just a terrible negative situation. But instead of me being like, okay, I have anxiety because of this situation that happened to me at work. I never really did that and recognized that. So instead, every situation at work or the thought of work started making me feel 
physically ill. Um, it kind of started to take control over me too, where I was having a hard time doing other things when I wasn't at work. And that's, again, the snowball effect and it can become part of our physical well-being. It results in depression, anxiety, and like I said, legitimate physical illness in the place where in in the place where the chakra has gotten stuck, we are not present. We are reacting from an unconscious place. So my book that I'm reading touched a lot on that. We are not present. We are reacting from an unconscious place because we're just really not fully aware and understanding that this is how we're feeling. We often or I often suffer from not feeling every emotion. By that, I mean we're so afraid to feel in the moment pain, grief, excitement, anger, gratitude. Maybe, I don't know, because we're afraid to celebrate in case of disaster. Maybe because we don't want to feel crippling emotions. I know that I've heard other people say this too, so I know I'm not alone in this. But I know that sometimes when really good things happen to me, I'm afraid to celebrate because I'm afraid of that failure that might come. So I remember feeling this way when I graduated grad school. And it's kind of funny because I feel sometimes like I'm in the situation of that failure position. Um, So I graduated grad school and obviously in order to fully have those letters next to my name, um, I needed to pass my exam. So I have my master's degree, yes, but I am not a licensed certified BCBA until I pass those boards. And now when I reflect on it and reflect on how I had that anxiety that very day of walking across the stage, that very day I received my diploma in the mail of, yeah, this is great, but I don't want to celebrate too hard because I'm afraid that it's going to be another failure in my life, which is really sad. Um, So instead of addressing that that's how I was feeling, I kind of just like pushed it away and it built up, built up, built up. And now I'm in a place where I still haven't passed my exam. It's tough, whatever. Um, And yeah, it's every, the thought of school, the thought of that exam throws me into another ball of anxiety. (laughs) And it freaking sucks. So yeah, that's that's that. And it's funny because I even recognize it now and know that that's the center of that anxiety and it's still building. So I don't know. I think it's it's easier to preach it. It's easier to read about it. It's easier to understand it and grasp it than it is to actually live it. And that's why we're talking about it. Um, so we push these emotions away. We never allow ourselves to feel to process and release. I think that the release part is the hardest part because as soon as we release it, it's gone and we're not supposed to think about it. We're not supposed to talk about it. We're not supposed to be feeling it anymore. And that's not always the case. Like sometimes after a release, you feel it, but maybe in a different light. And that's okay. That's a good thing. Um, Every anxiety that we feel, every negative emotion and bad situation that we come into that is making us feel that anxiety or feel that um, place that we know we need to let these emotions go, um, we can learn from each and every one of them. And we're allowed to reflect back on them and see them in a different way, see them in a way that is helping us to heal and grow and love in return. 
these emotions and reactions will come out in many situations in our lives until we allow ourselves to properly go through the process of acceptance. So what I mean by that is if we don't allow ourselves to react and to fully grow from situations, like what I was saying about school, like I didn't really allow myself to feel like, okay, like this is how I'm feeling and it's okay that I'm feeling this anxiety. I'm allowed to feel anxiety from situations that are stressful and from situations that are exciting. It's a, it, that's, that's normal and I'm, I should allow my body to feel this way so that I can get past this. But if, if we don't do that, we don't go through that process and those steps, then it builds up and it can come out in a very nasty way. So for an example, I can remember specific times as a kid that I felt left out when it came to my group of friends. And I wouldn't necessarily talk about it. I wouldn't allow myself to feel sad for too long. And I didn't allow myself to understand why I would feel literally sick to my stomach. I think we can probably all relate to this. Whether it be you were in elementary school, middle school, or high school, we've all felt left out at a certain period of time. Maybe even now. Maybe even in your workplace you feel left out with people going and grabbing drinks after work or whatever. I don't know. And like it felt like and feels like a giant pit is stuck inside of my belly. And when I got older, if I ever felt these emotions again, I would kind of freak out and yell at my friends. So I remember feeling that way a lot, like in elementary school and maybe middle school. And then in high school, like I would literally be like, why didn't you guys invite me? I would be crazy about it. And instead of learning how to maturely deal, process, and heal, I was reactive in the only way that I knew how. Um, And that's what happens in every situation. We learn how to adapt to negative situations and anxieties in a way that might not necessarily be a healing process. Instead, it's kind of just like uh, compacting, pushing down on, and um, I don't know. Like I think about it like I am literally visualizing this in my head. A full trash can and you keep pushing it down on the top – so that you could fit more things inside until eventually it gets so full that it starts to overflow. And you're like, okay, I got to get this out of my house. Like now, like there's like paper towels and napkins like coming out onto my floor. <laughs> That's kind of how I think of the anxiety buildup when you don't allow yourself to go through that healing process and that um, feeling process, not even healing process, the feeling process, like allowing yourself to feel negative emotions is okay. You're supposed to. That's how we build our persona. That's how we build our lives. That's how we build ourselves as human beings. We go through negative emotions to get to positive emotions and to be able to feel positive emotions because if we don't allow ourselves to feel the negative ones, how are we going to know when something positive is walking into our lives? Don't let yourself be that trash can, (laughs) that overflowing trash. Oh my gosh. So it's it's funny because I think that we also tell ourselves that in order to heal and grow and love, we need to go through something really bad. Healing comes from disturbances in our lives, right? Healing comes from something really bad, hurt, pain, suffering. But that's not always the case. Like 
something that's quote unquote really bad for someone else might not be really bad for the next person or something that is suffering, feels like suffering for you might not feel like suffering for someone else. Everybody's different. We're all on our different paths and journeys and experiences and growth. We're all in our own bodies, our own time, our own emotions. So to compare those things with other people is not really realistic for yourself in your healing process. So it might give you anxiety to know that you need to get in the car and drive on the highway. That's just a small example. I remember having friends in high school that didn't like to drive on the highway at all. They literally wouldn't do it and made them anxious. Okay, that's fine. For me, that is not an anxiety-provoking situation at all. Like I drive on the highway every day and that's fine for me. But for that person, it's it's anxiety-provoking. And some people might just kind of pretend that that feeling doesn't exist and still drive on the highway anyway and never really address it. And then one day they get on the highway and they have a major meltdown and an anxiety attack and they're pulled over on the side of the highway and they need someone to come pick them up. I don't know. But if we continue to just, like I said, push down those emotions, push them down, push them down, then they they build up and they get worse. And it's it's incredible to me to watch people go through things like grief. Grieving process looks different for everybody. And I find myself sometimes saying, wow, that person really took that well. I don't think I could do that. And then I catch myself and I'm like, you don't know how you're going to react to a situation. I mean, we can build ourselves up, right, and strengthen ourselves and our inner um, strength every day. We can strengthen that uh, and work at, work at strengthening it to get to a point to where if something terrible does happen to us or something negative ha- comes into our lives, we are strong enough to face them. I've talked a lot about that. However, we don't necessarily know how our emotions are going to be when we are faced with these situations. We we never know that. You don't you can't predict that. And like I was saying about grieving, like I find myself saying about people like, "Oh, wow, like like for an example, say that you hear friends like mom or dad passes away and you're like, "Wow, I feel like they they took that very well and, you know, they're doing really well and they're um still doing their life and enjoying their lives and whatever. But we don't know how those people are feeling. We don't know that we would just fall apart if that happened to us. And quite frankly, I think that it takes a really strong person to, on the outside, appear to be um, okay when situations like that happen and through a grieving process. It does. And I'm not taking that away from them. However, it it could be very well be that when somebody goes through grieving, they do kind of like, it's, it's like, it all happened so fast. Like I remember when my grandfather passed away, like it just happens quickly, right? They pass away. You get the calls, you get the texts, you get people coming over and visiting and, um, you're surrounded by family for days, weeks, whatever. And then you go through the process of the funeral and the wake and all the things. If you're religious, I don't know, whatever your process is of that. And that it's kind of over. And then you're stuck with yourself and your emotions and you're like, oh, wow. Okay. Now what? And that's the things that I'm talking about. Like if we don't address our emotions when it happens and allow ourselves to feel them, 
it's hard once we're by ourselves. And I feel like as you go on in life and face more and more situations like this, like you're not going to just grieve once in your life. It's just not the way it's going to be. Unfortunately, we all have to grieve at some point. And to me, I kind of look at it as like a beautiful situation for every situation that is negative or aversive in, in, in my life. Um, every time something that, you know, pr- provokes anxiety within myself or um, I feel like is not the best situation that I could be facing or something that's just kind of sucks, I reflect on it and kind of like a, a positive and beautiful way, which might sound twisted, <laughs> but it's just like the way that gets me through. And I feel like if we all kind of viewed it that way, it things would be easier. So, you know, you go through a breakup, you go through um, breaking up with a friend, you go through a situation that is kind of shitty and, you know, you get in a fight with a family member and you don't talk to them anymore. I don't know, whatever your situation is. When you reflect on that, you're like, hey, I made it through that. I allowed myself to feel that shitty emotion and to feel that negativity and um, hurt and pain. And then I I chose a way to get through it. I decided, hey, you know what? I'm going to go for a walk today. I'm going to clear my mind. I'm going to feel the the air. I'm going to feel the sun on my skin. I'm going to smile. I'm going to say hi to a stranger walking by and I'm going to have a good day today. We have a choice every single day to decide which direction we want to take. Do we want to be negative? Do we want to feel our emotions? Those don't go hand in hand. And I think we get stuck and wrapped up in the fact that they do. We're allowed to feel emotions. We're allowed to feel negative emotions. We're allowed to feel anxiety without being negative all the time. We can feel it, allow ourselves to process it, heal and grow. I'm going to keep saying that, heal and grow. Um, so I posted something on Instagram yesterday on Plants Bliss Love, and I just want to read it out loud to you guys. So here we go. It says, You're pro- you've probably heard it said that what you resist persists, and what you resist will amplify your pain and suffering while draining your energy and robbing you of your freedom. And I just said, we all have a choice in which we decide how to react to our struggles, anxiety. We cannot resist these feelings for later on, they will surface in an amplified manner. And it's true. No matter how many times we decide to resist a situation that is aversive to us, it is going to continue to come back. It's like, when you're in high school and you get an assignment and you just like keep putting it off and keep putting it off, or even in college, you keep putting it off until finally you get an email from your teacher that's like, hey, you failed this assignment now because I gave you 10 tries to like keep passing this in, even though it was like two weeks late. And like now this the assignment's like, you're done, you failed. And it's like, instead of just like facing it head on and getting it done, even though it caused you like so much annoyance now it's it's worse than it was before. You, you didn't get rid of it. It continued to persist and go on and go on and go on. And now you're in a situation that's even worse than you were before. And that's how I look at my emotions. It's like, like Jack does a good job at doing this with me. Every time he he senses that, you know, I might be feeling a little off. He's like, let's talk about it because later on, it's just going to be worse. Later on, you're going to feel worse if you don't talk about it. Or 
if you don't address the fact that that's how you f- you're feeling, you're going to feel worse. Because sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. In reality, it's like, no, I'm not really fine. I kind of feel like shitty. It might be for a small reason, might be for a good reason. I don't know. But sometimes I try to push it away in hopes that it will go away. But then like two days later, I'm like raging <laughs> and it's not good. Um, I'm sure we can all find a time in our lives where we've done this. And it's easy to write it off as physical illness. Like I was saying, it's easy to do that, right? It's easy to sit there and be like, oh, I've been feeling nauseous for the past few days instead of really thinking deeper and saying, what is going on with me? I always say that I feel very in tune with my body. Like I I feel very in touch with myself, every off feeling, emotion, um, sensation, physical sensation, anything. I I feel it. I really am in touch with myself in that way. Um, I think it all has a lot to do with being mindful, practicing mindfulness, practicing meditation, yoga, et cetera, which is another reason why I think you should all give it a try. Um, I actually, side note, um, Mike Soar's new human project app is awesome. I don't use it enough and I should use it more than I do, but I'm on there. Um, and he has a yoga instructor, Allie, that is now teaching yoga. And I did one of her um, yin classes. I think that's what it's called. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, Tuesday night and it was incredible. It was an hour long and it's hard. Like Those are like deep, deep, deep uh, stretches, but it got me in such an amazing headspace that allowed me to feel so in touch with my body. Like I remember laying in bed on Tuesday and being like, wow, I can like feel how everything feels inside of me right now. Like I could feel that my back felt released. I could feel that my shoulders were kind of achy, but I knew why because I was stretching. I could feel that my belly didn't feel as twisted and knotted because I was allowing myself to meditate and be still and mindful in that hour session. Um, I, I'm just somebody that's always been in touch with myself. I'm sure many of you can agree, uh, because this is our bodies and our minds and why not be in tune with it. Right. Um, and yes, I feel like I just kind of know when I'm feeling that off feeling, but I'm not always good at depicting whether it's caused from an emotion or if it's caused from an actual, like, no, you're sick. (laughs) And I can think back to when I was working at another place. (laughs) You guys are all probably like, Devin's worked at a million different places and hates all of her jobs. (laughs) No, not the case. Um, But I I obviously like as you get older and you have more jobs and whatever, you you learn and you grow and you understand that, you know, the workplace isn't always like rainbows and sunshine. Um, So I've worked, I've worked at a couple places, but I worked somewhere else at um, a school and, um, I remember feeling sick almost every single morning that I went in. <laughs> I went into work. I was always sick, um, and I I never really told anyone. I was just kind of like whatever. Like I don't feel good today again. Yeah, don't feel good again. And um, instead of understanding that I was like literally scared to go to work and anxious because uh, just like it was a lot, I uh, just like put it on physical illness instead and like thought that something was wrong with me for a little bit of time. Like I was like, why am I always nauseous? Why am I always not feeling well? Why am I always getting myself so like worked up at work to the point where I'm like in the bathroom? Like, I think I'm going to throw up. (laughs) 
And I just thought I was sick. And then obviously after a long period of time, I understood that what was happening to me was anxiety and um, it built up for like months and months and months. And then I left my job because I was like this – no situation in your life should ever cause you that much stress and anxiety. And if it is, that's how we have to feel it, heal from it, grow from it and move on. And that's the love part for me is the moving on process, the release. And the release is like electric to me. Like it's like a weight has been – it's literally the word release. A weight has been lifted off of your shoulders. You can now breathe better. Um, you feel better. You It's like a big sense of clarity. Like this this – huge friggin' smoke that's been in front of your face, this cloud is just like wiped away. And you're like, ah, <laughs> I can take a breath now. I feel better. Um, and it's crazy. We can all relate to it, right? It's like, I feel like I can now think of like 50 things going on in my life right now that I feel that way about that I'm like, all right, when's the release coming? <laughs> but it's something that we just have to like allow ourselves to go through. And we're always going to feel pains and sufferings. It's just life. It's how it goes, man. But if we constantly are aware of our emotions and allow ourselves to feel them in the moment, go through them and lean on people, like allow yourself to lean on others, friends, family, significant others, uh, whatever it may be for you, allow yourself to do that. Like people are there in our lives to grow with us. And if they're not growing with you, like drop them, let them go. Uh, It's all a part of the process of life is like, finding finding your people finding your crowd and it takes some some time sometimes it takes trial and error sometimes and you know sometimes you're you're surprised by life and people like i i've very recently been kind of disheartened by by specific people that i'm like wow this person that i thought was going to be in my life for the rest of my life and i always thought was a very good friend to me whatever like no, not the case anymore and it happens, but we need to feel those emotions when we feel them. And I, for too long, was not allowing myself to feel the pain and hurt that specific people were causing me. And instead, I was just like, oh, whatever. Like, that's just how they are. But instead, it's like, no, that's how they're making me feel. It might not necessarily mean that that person is a bad person or whatever, but that's how they're making me feel. And that's not okay. And I need to allow myself to feel it so that I can, like, figure out, like, what I, what my next plan of action is. Like, how am I going to make myself heal from this negative emotion and grow grow from it? Um, and that takes time. It takes time. It takes effort. It takes peace. It takes feeling all the emotions that are shitty. And it, we're allowed to feel shitty sometimes. We are. I want to read you guys um, a, little, a little blip of the book Anxiety Happens, and then we will kind of finish off with a little mindful activity about just this entire episode. So it's it this this specific um piece of this book is talking about like living your life and how we can all be genuinely happy and thrive and all of that. So um the first part is letting go. So it says, letting go. You've probably heard it said that what you resist persists and what you resist will amplify your pain and suffering while draining your energy and robbing you of your freedom, which is the quote I told you guys. 
The way out of this cycle is to learn to let go of the struggle with what your mind and body offer you. In this way, you free up your precious energy and resources to do what you really care about and live without fear controlling you. That's kind of also like what I was thinking about when it came to talking about my master's degree, like live without that fear. Like don't worry about that next thing. Feel that emotion that you're feeling about like the future, but don't allow yourself to just sit in that worry. Like that's not healthy. We would all be worrying all the time if we did that. You know, we would worry about death. We would worry about family members. We would worry about everything. And it's not healthy to do that, but you can recognize that. The next thing is inviting. Nobody chooses anxiety, but you can choose how you relate with it. Instead of resisting, you learn to open up to what you're experiencing anyway. You get curious. You learn to welcome all aspects of you, everything that your mind, body, and emotional life dish out. You watch and welcome your experiences with kindness and compassion, with love. Stepping back and allowing will help you find peace and joy, even in difficulty, and live your best life. So again, you sometimes we need to remove ourselves from the situation. Step back, look at the greater picture, and like it says, really allow yourself to find that peace and joy. And sometimes we resist it. Sometimes we do. We're like, I don't know, like it seems too good to be true. But like I said, again, like life's going to be really long if we do that. And obviously we want life to be long, but I mean, like it's going to be hard. It's going to be this constant struggle and battle internally. The next one's valuing. Without a clear sense of direction, our choices in life can lead us astray or worse toward dead ends. To really live, you'll need to know what you wish to live for. You'll need to clarify what really matters to you, your values, and then make wise choices that support the kind of person you wish to be and the kind of life you wish to lead, which is also like always changing, I think. Like I think that part of the human um, existence and part of the human process of growth is like constantly changing and involving yourself and understanding that, you know, how you might have felt a year ago about certain situations or how you handled certain situations a year ago might be a lot different than how you do now. And that's a good thing. Um, you go through what you grow through, I think is the word the, the saying. Grow through, grow through what you go through. Um, and it's true. It's so true. I feel like every time I see somebody post that in like different fonting <laughs> fonts on Instagram, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's so true. And it is. Um, we all grow through what we go through. Engaging. No matter how you cut it, your life is created by what you spend your time doing. To do more of what you really desire in life, you'll need to set intentions that are in line with what matters to you and then take your action. In short, you'll need to do something with your mouth, hands, and feet that is speaking, creating, stepping in a direction. This is how you live out your important values. As you engage your values in your life, you'll be armed with a new set of skills from this book to help you move with any challenges that show up along the way and to live wholeheartedly. So here's a brief little exercise um, that's kind of like a spinoff of the live approach. So here we go what it means to live. Recall a recent time when you found yourself running late or stuck waiting in traffic or a store checkout line. Bring the scene to life as we walk you through each piece of live. Letting go. 
Let go of your old struggle with anxiety and fruitless attempts to control what you're experiencing in your mind and body. Inviting. Open up and notice the thoughts and feelings you're having as you sit or stand there, stuck. Notice the judgment, complaining, huffing and puffing under your breath. Notice the effect this is having on your body. Do you feel tension, anger, anxiety, stress, frustration, maybe fear? See if you can simply watch all this activity. Step back and notice it for what it is with some kindness and friendliness. There's nothing to do except to be right where you are. Valuing. Step back further as if watching yourself and ask what you want to be about right now as a person in this situation. See if you can connect with what matters to you, which may include the reason you're out and about in the first place. You have somewhere you want to go, something you want to do. Engaging. Imagine yourself doing something other than getting all worked up about being delayed, stuck, and waiting. What would you do? What do you want to be about as a person? What would that look like right now? Whatever it is, see yourself using your mouth, hands, and feet to do something that reflects what you want to be about in this situation, what you value and care about. And I like that at the end of this exercise, it says, if this exercise didn't flow easily for you, don't worry. The point is to see how struggle and suffering can show up in common everyday situations and how we can learn to let go, open up, connect with what matters and live. And then it says, as you read on, you'll learn how to master the skills inside the live approach and be able to use them with anxiety or in other challenging areas of your life. I highly suggest everybody to check this book out. Um, I can't wait to get through it all and share more things with you guys. Um, and like I said, I will put this book in the description if you guys are interested in checking it out. So guys, that's it from me on this lovely Thursday. Um, I hope you guys all have an amazing end of your week, a great uh, weekend. <laughs> it's too early for me. I am like what is going on? The words are just coming out. Um, a great weekend. I will see you guys all on Sunday. Again, please feel free to go and rate and review Blissful Love on Apple. Go follow us on Spotify if that's what you're listening on. And yes, as always, be kind and don't forget to water your plants. Bye, guys. <laughs>